We're going to talk about hope today. It's Resurrection Sunday, it's Easter, and in the Bible, there's a book called Romans, and it was written by a guy uh, named Paul who had had this radical life transformation, this change when he came into contact with Jesus. And you can go back and read some of his story in the New Testament. Romans is a powerful book with truths in it about sin, about the good news of Jesus and His role as our Savior, about um, you know different things that uh, come into our life as people of faith. I particularly love Romans 12, which talks about the way we live our faith out every day, something that has informed how I make decisions for a good portion of my life. And so today, though, I want to talk about hope. Hope is our focus. The early church was made up of followers and disciples of Jesus, uh, God's Son. And they experienced some crazy hard times. In that culture, in that context, people of faith, followers of Jesus, were persecuted, they were hunted, they were dispersed uh, for their beliefs, separated. And, you know, there was um, this element, though, where in the midst of the trials the church still thrived. You would think through a situation like that, so much hardship, that people would shrink back, that the church would contract instead of expand. You know, Why is that? Why didn't the early church go into hiding and decrease or stall? I think that's a good question to ask. I believe that God has created humanity to be resourceful, to be resilient, to be determined and committed. So anytime I see that in people, anytime I see people kind of recommit in a hard time, I'm not surprised. It's a trait that I see in people. And they can be, that trait can be practiced by anyone. But in particular, when I see followers of Jesus live that out, I see a miraculous component added into it that I only attribute to God and His goodness and His work in our lives. And so I want to talk about that miraculous hope that we have in Jesus. Paul talks about this in Romans chapter 8 as the Holy Spirit is revealing to Paul this picture of what might be coming, what this next phase would look like uh, with Jesus. And Romans chapter 8 starting in verse uh, 18 says, Yet we suffer now. It's the fact that we suffer is nothing compared to the glory He will reveal to us later. For all creation is waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who His children really are. Against its will, all creation was subjected to God's curse. But with eager hope, The creation looks forward to the day when it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. For we know that all creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. I'm going to do a little tech note to my tech person that she'll have to kill the slides in between. Paul's vibrant word picture exploring that the sin and darkness in this world has subjected everything in creation to death and decay. I think that hits home a little closer in this season than maybe in others for us. We get sick. 
Uh, I'm grateful that I am not sick, but I know people who are sick. I see it in the news. I see it throughout the world. We get sick. There are poor and broken communities in America and beyond where we see people just kind of living in a sense that we don't think is right. We see the hardness and the brokenness in the world. We see that people still hurt each other. We see people hurting the environment. We know that things are not quite right. It's not uh, something that we have to study very hard to tell. But Paul describes this condition that we're in like childbirth. I haven't birthed a child myself, but I have been a part of three childbirths directly. We have three kids, and they were all really difficult uh, physically for Kendra, emotionally for the both of us and our families. There were hard parts about each one. But after each childbirth, we experienced the blessing of new life. And so I get why Paul has these two positions. Paul knew that the hard times in his day, just like the hard times in our day, they're temporary. And I'm not even talking about temporary like corona or COVID will be over in a couple of months. I mean this life, this difficult life, this challenge of life that feels like the process of childbirth, it's only temporary. Paul had experienced a new hope after saying yes to Jesus and his testimony to the church that God was going to be is that God was going to be preparing a new day for his people, something they could experience where there would be no more sickness, no more fear, no more death, and no more separation. These are things that are promised in scripture to people who say yes to Jesus. So today we celebrate Jesus's resurrection, which was that glorious conclusion to Jesus's willing death on Good Friday to pay for the sins of the world. So where do we get the hope that Paul talks about, the hope that we need for today? Where do we get that? Just uh, recently I was driving home from work and I saw that Old Navy was closed. I know I can't get it there. Maybe if it was available even at the store, I'd have to wait in line. And then probably once I got inside, the store shelf would be empty and I wouldn't find it. That's the way it goes, right? Some of the things we want the most of right now in life, at least at the grocery store, aren't available. We can't buy hope. It's not something we can order online. It's not something we can barter for from a neighbor or a friend like a cup of sugar. When we say yes to Jesus, that's when we get hope. And as a reminder for those who are feeling the effects of distance and separation right now, I want to look at a few more statements in Romans 8. Paul asks this really cool rhetorical question at the end of the chapter, uh, chapter 8. In verse 35, Paul says, Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? Down to 37, no. Despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. Into 38, and I am convinced, Paul says, that nothing can separate us from God's love. Nor, neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, 
Neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus is my Lord today. Is Jesus your Lord today? If so, be encouraged that our risen King is with us today and coming again to set all things right. That's what Paul talks about as this life being temporary. Scripture says that Jesus will come again and put all things right, reconcile all, all things, and that is our hope. We hope in that future. We know that even if we die in this life, that we will be risen up again in Christ, that we will experience His uh, goodness and will be in the presence of God for eternity. If you're participating online with us and you want this hope, I encourage you to look to Jesus. If you do not know Jesus and you would like to, I'll tell you this. He died for you. And God raised Jesus from the dead, which is what we're celebrating today, for you. And hope is available for you today. I'd like to invite you to become a follower of Jesus. And if you want to do that, you can pray along with me right now this prayer of yes. Jesus, I believe today that you died for me. I believe that God raised you up. I know I've made mistakes in life and that I need a Savior. Thank you for paying my sin and for forgiving me. I invite you to be Lord of my life. Take the highest place. I'm deciding today to follow you, to live like you. Holy Spirit, guide me in this new way of life. If you've said yes to Jesus today, I encourage you to tell someone. You could send me a note. Get, get a hold of me online. You might know somebody who's a person of faith. Tell them. You can also connect in with the church. If the uh, Lord is kind of beginning to talk to you about community and when this whole thing changes, get connected to a new church. I want to just bless everyone today with the reminder that Jesus is our hope and that He is risen indeed.